Rugby league trailblazer Alton Flipbeiner was one of the first Māori Pacific stars of the professional Australian competition in 1980. He played 29 tests for New Zealand in more than 100 first-grade games. Over the last 40 years, we've seen a Pacific revolution in rugby league. But it wasn't always like that. Alson Filipina left his home and everything he knew to play for Sydney's Balmain Tigers. Alson tells me how it was the three women in his life who helped guide him through dealing with racism, cultural dislocation and depression. Yeah, you know, we we're a very close-knit family, Polynesians, you know. And uh, it's just a matter of, you know, my parents said go, you know, respecting them and their decision. And just going with it, and, and that's what I did because you know, because the way I was brought up is to listen to your elders, regardless of what decision it is, turns out to be good for you in the long run, you know. Which it to me, it has uh, looking back at what I've, I've gone through and what's happened now with the Pacific Islander players and Melanesian players that are playing in the competition now. You were homesick in Sydney, you were known for leaving the dressing room straight away to avoid, you know, the media. You're copying racial abuse from fans and opposition players. How did you get through it? Like I said, I made a promise to my mother wouldn't embarrass the name and Polynesians and getting into fights, you know, because our, our reaction is, you know, hit first and ask questions later, but it's too late. You know, you've already tarnished your cultural and your parents because of what you've done, and your teammates also suffer the same thing. So what I did was is I, I took people's numbers during the game that whoever called me a, a racist name or gave me a poke in the eye or do whatever they wanted to do me. I took their number down and I got them in a hard tackle. And I said to them, if you want to do that again, I'm going to even hit you harder. You know, that's how I I got back at them. And uh, I think it was 1981 and 82, I got voted the hardest tackler and the hardest guy to tackle. And that was mainly because of, you know, what players were trying to, uh, were doing to me just to get me off my game and, and everything else. I know as well there are some really important relationships that helped you um, over that hard time. Um, you had, obviously, your mum. I heard you, you racked up like an $800 bill at one point. Is that true? Yeah, that's right. Oh, who paid, paid for that one? Paid for that. <laughs> I to make sure I paid for it. I was working too, so it, bothered, it didn't bother me. It was worth, worth the money, ringing home and talking to someone. You also had... Was it Margaret, your kind of, I would say, an adoptive Australian mum who was there for you? Mother, yeah. They did have a lot for me, hell of a lot. You know, you would have been the best people ever I could ever ask to have uh, lived with when I first got there. And, uh, and they treated me exactly like their own son because they got two adopted uh, children as well. And so it was nothing new to have another one. Yeah, and then, of course, you got Leslie as well, your wife Leslie. Yeah, that's right, you know, and, and, and a lot of the stuff she went through, she had to hold back as well uh, on during games and even after, you know, from your own teammates, you know, she hears them say things like, oh, what the hell is he doing on this side, you know, blah, blah, and all this. So, you know, it's, yeah, she went through a hell of a lot, but did the same as me, just held it in. If we had did what we wanted to do, well, you know, I probably would have been back there, but I wouldn't even lasted a half a season. How important were those relationships for you during your footy career? Very important. You know, we wouldn't be talking now. Right? People would be saying, who is Olsen Filipina? Just looking back on your career and everything that you've been through, what are kind of, you know, the happier times or a happier moment for you that you remember? I think the times I've always played for New Zealand, you know, and the amount of times it uh, kept me together playing for New Zealand. Every time I 
went through these bad situations, racial stuff and all that during the uh, over here. Going back to play for New Zealand, you know, made me, uh, held me together, put me back together again, more or less. It made me stronger to go back and, and do more uh, for our players over here and for New Zealand Rugby League, which I hope I have done. And what's next for you? Can we expect uh, maybe a movie next? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're getting some great reviews from the book, I mean. No, I, I, I don't talk about those things. I'm just glad my story's out there and people are enjoying the book. And, um, yeah, no, I wouldn't go as – I don't think I'd be going as that far, that far as a movie, I don't think. Has it made you or given you kind of like a sense of relief a little bit or made you accept the things that have happened in your life? Yeah, exactly, Tyler, yeah, you know, and actually get it off off my mind and off my shoulders. I don't have to carry it around with me wherever I go. Everyone, everyone knows the story now, you know, uh, uh, exactly what I had to go through. It, like I said, the hardest point was is not being able to talk to any family or whānau because I don't want them worrying about me. That was Kiwi's legend Olsen Filipaina.